everything that I say The world is a mirror, this is my way Learn to use everything that I made When you're hungry, everything tastes good Alright everybody, hungry, welcome back to episode 6 of the Joey and Phil Sports Podcast uh, A little two-week hiatus, but we're back uh, here with a lot to unwrap today So we're going to start with uh, NFL recap tonight We'll, uh, we'll discuss uh, some big games that happened here this past week um, some injury concerns for some key players. Also, uh, we'll, we'll talk about, uh, obviously we're going to talk about the Bears, but we'll also talk about another NFC North team that's struggling right now, kind of the status for them as well. We're also going to introduce a new segment uh, tonight, and we're going to start doing a, a pick em for the NFL. So Phil and I are going to go through uh, weekly five of the, uh, I guess, best matchups or just matchups in general going on, and we're going to pick them against the spread. So obviously, feel free, everyone can feel free to kind of pick with us at home. Um, so yeah, it'll be Phil myself. Bears lines over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be. That's like, not on your list, but I'm telling you, Bears lines over. Go That's going to be in the 60s. Right. No, probably. Because <laughs> we yeah. can't stop anybody. No. And no one's going to stop Fields on Detroit. Nobody. <laughs> what? What is? Do you know what the line is on that? Bears are minus three right now because no, you no, want to. No, no. Oh, do you know you, what the, the over is? No, I don't. But I'm sure it's got to be in the fifties. It's going to be. So it's going to be inflated. I still think they're going to hit it. I told everyone that the Miami Bears game was going to go over. I was telling everyone at work. Bro, it was almost over at halftime. <laughs> I wish I took the fields rushing yards over. It was like forty eight. Yeah, I I saw some people had it at fifty five. Like it depends on where you're betting, dude. This week's going to be in the seventies. No, I think no. Someone told me that it was it was right at sixty one. If you get it early enough in the week, you get some reasonable numbers. But I mean, you're right. That's crazy. It's if you be had, hard not to pick. If it. you had one hundred rushing yards by him, it was probably going to be ten to fifteen to one. I think. I think that's insane. That's it's insane. crazy. He had one hundred seventy rushing yards. Who does that? That's crazy. As a quarterback, I know. I know. So yeah. So What's the record? Do you know? What's what? The quarterback rushing yards in the game? No, he broke the record. For the Bears, right? No, or- he broke Michael Vick's record. All Michael time. Vick had 174 or something and feels at 178. So, <laughs> Justin Fields has the most NFL record as a quarterback for, for now, the most rushing yards now, in one game. No, uh, Colin Kaepernick had more for uh, playoff included. So I think he had like 180-something against Green Bay. In the, but, in the playoffs? In the playoffs. But regular season. He had 180-something yes. against Green Bay. Remember the one where he flexed and he, like, kissed his, like... Well, I mean, San Francisco has been the shit out of Green Bay in the playoffs, like, every time it, it seems like. always puts a smile to my face. Always oh, yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. I'm, a, I'm a huge 49ers fan when <laughs> when they play Green Bay, obviously, because we all hate Green Bay. Exactly. And honestly, this whole thing with Green Bay just looking... Oh no! Worse hey, hey, and hold, worse. Hold that thought, because we're gonna get back to that. Hold that thought. But again, just to, just to see what we're gonna talk about. So yep. we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do the pick 'em segment. So like I said, we got five games lined up. Phil and I, we might even get Ron to to, to kind of chime in. We're gonna go uh, against the the spread on those games and kind of do a weekly recap and then kind of keep our record to the rest of the season. Um, and then obviously. The, the saving the best for last. We're going to do Bears recap for the last two weeks. We're going to go through the trade deadline, so we'll talk about um, maybe some of the, the other NFL big trades, but mostly we're going to obviously talk about the Bears' two trades that they made, um, trading, uh, obviously, Roquan, um, trading, um, trading, uh, why we lose my, oh, Quinn, and then obviously uh, trading for Chase Claypool. So we'll discuss that, 
And obviously we're going to recap the last two games and then obviously the offense and how the offense has been great the last uh, couple of weeks. Um, so, yeah, let's start Let's start with the NFL recap of last week. I don't know how much you watched. Obviously, I was at the Bears game, but following a little bit on my phone of what was going on. But, you know, I think one thing we definitely should talk about is the Jets' upset of the Bills. I think that caught my attention a lot. Um, well, you know, honestly, Zach Wilson's, like, I don't think he's really that good of a quarterback right now. He's not. It's so I, 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 was, game. I was really shocked. And Brees Hall is out, so you're thinking Buffalo can definitely – like just destroy the Jets at that point, but I, I keep forgetting that they got a young team and their defense is really, really good. Like, wow, are they good? Yeah. Bro, so yeah. I mean, they they had. I mean, Michael Carter is still really good. I mean, he showed it. He ran. Yeah, really he's well a there, he's so. a solid running back. Right. So nowadays, like when I'm there's been so many upsets this year, and like. Anywhere from 7 to 10 points. I mean, you saw some that were like 13, 14, like the Eagles, Texans game. Like, it's too many points. These are Everyone's an NFL team. Everyone's got professionals. Like Yeah, like, I think you're right. Like, there'll be a blowout once in a while, obviously. Yeah. But I just feel like, yeah. When you least expect it, like the Chiefs and 49ers, that was a huge blowout. No, I know. And you know, you you think you would think those two teams would go down to the wire. Well, then look at the Chiefs Titans. It was 12 and a half and then look at the, you know, the Titans were up. I just said the Titans just have the good formula against them. Run the ball, control the clock, you know. Literally they they took any run game away from the Chiefs other than Mahomes just being Mahomes. I mean, Mahomes ran for like 70 yards, the running backs ran for like 12. Yeah, I mean, the Titans played the Chiefs. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, whenever they play each other, it's always a close game. Titans beat the Chiefs in the playoffs that one year. It was Nagy's last year. Remember when he made that call? I forget what it was. It was, they did something, like, really dumb, the Chiefs, in that game. But I can't, I can't think of it. What are you talking about? When, when the Titans beat the Chiefs, they upset the Chiefs. And the it was Alex Smith's like last full year as a quarterback for the Chiefs, I think, before they traded. Oh, do you know what I'm no, talking no, no, about? I know, I know. Marcus Mariota was the quarterback. He was, he was, he was, yes. And I remember he had a lucky ass play where he threw a ball and it bounced off a defender, and he caught it himself and then dove in the end zone. Was it that game? I think that was a playoff game. You're talking about right? when they, yeah, it was the a playoff game. The tie, they came to Arrowhead. Yeah, I mean, it goes all the way back to that. Like they just play really, really tough. Derrick Henry usually has a really good game against the Chiefs. I mean, he still looks really good. Man, that long run they had against the Chiefs. Like, I we'll see. I mean, <laughs> I and also like the Eagles and Texans too. Like. First of all, Damian Pierce is really good. He is really good. He's really, really good. And if you have him in fantasy, you got very lucky. You probably got him in I, the fourth or fifth round. I got round. him in one of my leagues. Yeah. But you you had no idea what to expect. But usually, I feel like rookie running backs, they have a better chance of succeeding right away, opposed to like wide receivers and tight ends or any other position, really. I think running backs are the only position where they go from college to NFL. And they have a really good chance of like putting up really good numbers. Because right. I see it. Kenneth Walker, didn't he have a good game oh this my week? God, so good. And Brees Hall was fucking killing it, right? Up up until he got well, hurt. Look, look at all the Bears running backs that have gotten drafted and come in and just succeeded. Yeah, Forte. Now, now 
I, I don't want to get into a tangent about this, but one thing I thought about while I was at the game, you do realize uh, you do realize why that uh, block punt happened, right? Which is probably the reason why we lost the game, by the way. Why? why you did saw it, who missed the block, right? Who missed the block? Khalil Herbert. Really? Yes. I you didn't notice that. It, a complete whiff. And then I started. And then I started. Uh, yeah, and you noticed that right away. Yeah. No. 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 Well, I, I somebody pointed it out, and then I watched the replay, and it was definitely Khalil Herbert who completely whiffed on the block. And then, and then I, started, I have to see that again. I didn't even I notice that. Yeah. About it because I've been reading and I've been listening on the score in, in this whole year that Khalil Herbert is not a very good in pass protection. And so I'm. And you have to block. No, and that's why I really think that you made a good point earlier that. The reason, one of the reasons we kept Montgomery is because that's one of his strong suits is pass protection. So they know that if they have Herbert out there, <laughs> well, he's not going to kill. Let's just say this: Montgomery. I, I don't know if he's a. I I think he's considered a really good blocking running back. No, he is. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's scary, and that's a very interesting point. I didn't I didn't even notice that, but. Yeah, they don't ex- expect him to block really. When he comes in, it's like they oh. know you're. He's gonna well, get the runs in, dude. Like just you could YouTube and you could see that the block punt and you could see Herbert phones that. Yeah, Her- <laughs> <laughs> Herbert literally whiffed on a on that on that. Uh, if you're gonna be a starting running back, if you're gonna get twenty carries a game or twenty touches a game, like you have to do three things. You gotta run the ball well. You gotta be able to catch the ball. Especially and in the NFL, you have to catch. Yeah, and you have to block. You have to pick up on blitzes. So right. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's interesting. That's very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. But so, Yeah, no, no. And then obviously talking about the Jets and Bills, you know, what about what about the, the, the I have to bring up the Packers Lions because I don't mind it. Man, man. I'm happy for the Lions number one. Well, dude, they've been I, in I every game, you, it seems like, yeah. and they finally beat Green Bay. And you know when Green Bay goes to Detroit, something weird happens. Right. And I thought it was going to be again at the end of the game, like when they had the ball. I thought they were going to score. The greatest and win. part though was watching all the f- fans at the game. We're watching these highlights on the jumbotron, and the fans are screaming. And honestly, I'm I'm you know when when I went to take a piss, when I went to get fucking uh, nachos, when I went after the game, you hear all the Green Bay sucks chants and. <laughs> Every other year I've gone to a Bears game. Yeah. Me and like at least half the people are like, why are we chanting this? They're 12 and 1. Why are we chanting this? They just beat us by 30. Mm-hmm. And finally, finally, you're chanting this and it actually you, like we're actually right. They suck. And it's the most amazing feeling, man. I'm Have, telling you right now. Are they in a 6 game losing streak right now? 5 game losing streak. 5? It's I think 5 they were now. 3 and 1. Now they're 3 and 6. It's just amazing, and they, and you know you could tell that they're trending down, and we're trending up. Like the Bears are trending. I do up feel that, and they're trending down. It's the it's it's amazing, man. Well, I do feel that because of what's happened the last three games with Fields, and also what's upcoming in the off season with all the cap space, all the trades that we've made, and Green Bay has no money. They have all their picks, you know. Right. They always, they value their picks. So, but they have no money. (laughs) Right. They don't because they have no, they really have no way to improve. And your defense has been okay. Hasn't been great. It's been okay, I think. Let me ask you this too. I mean, this might just, this is just me using, you know, being crazy, but 
if they lose like two or three more games in a row, is it crazy if they're out of the playoff hunt to just to bring in love and see what they have in them? That's not going to sit well with Rodgers. That, that's... <laughs> Fucking dude, why, he's probably do, doing ayahuasca but why, fucking Wait, plays. but like, why would they do that? Oh, like, like, does he, that, does he I have to think about that. This year? I have to think about No, there's no way. No way he retires. He just signed an extension. And I, I'm just saying, like, man, it, it's just, it's bleak. It's looking bleak for them, man. I mean, it's not a physical thing with Rodgers. He hasn't I mean, had so, a lot of chemistry with the receivers that he's had, dude. Some of those those picks that he threw, yeah, like I think, there's they're really bad, right? I, like, I will like, agree I with think you. Like all season, most people and most you know uh, experts have been saying, like, hey, this is it's not Rodgers. He's got no help. His receivers, he doesn't have Devontae. This is the first game where I watch the highlights and I'm like, bro, he's missing throws. He's throwing. He's short. He's throwing short. He's getting picked. I mean, the one to to, to First of all, why are you calling a fucking pass play to Bakhtiari? I mean, that that's stupid enough as it is. But he literally, <laughs> he literally threw it like five yards short. It got tipped and don't, like, the only team that does that well are I think it's the Chiefs or the Patriots, where they're using or or, or the twenty eighteen Bears. We had like two of them. We had two of them. Linemen. Yeah, <laughs> but that that comes from the Chiefs because Nagy came from the Chiefs. So it's a, it's an Andy Reid thing apparently. But yeah, I I don't know, man. That's Green Bay has like their their time's coming. It seems like, and I just, it really I is. Love it, man. I yeah, love I mean, it so I'm much. sick of Green Bay. I we've been losing to them every year since. Yeah, like I said, for the first time, I screamed Green Bay sucks and actually felt like I meant it. You know, I wasn't just saying it to go along with everyone screaming it for no reason. You know, they have to find out about Jordan Love at some point, right? So you might. I don't know. I that's a very odd question. Like, what would they do if they lost another two games? What do they really do? Yeah, if, if they're out of the if they're out of the the playoff hunt, like don't don't they kind of want to see what they have in them? Man, you know what else is crazy is that they did so much to bring Aaron Rodgers back and give him a huge extension. They had to, like, oh, they we got w- the running game. Yeah, we, we got the defense. Their defense has been kind of disappointing this year. That, that well, that's why I said like I think they've been playing okay, but they haven't played like they. They're saying that Green Bay might be top five defense. I saw it. I mean, they got uh, Jerry or Alexander. He's really good. Um, their front four's really good. Oh, I, he, I don't know. No, you you think they, they lost uh, Gary to a torn ACL or something? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's not good. Yeah, that's, here, that, that's me, really bad. Let me see I really think the Bears might beat Green Bay in three weeks. <laughs> I think we are. We might win the next four games. I think we are. Here, let me let, let me. See. I, I don't want to get too excited because you know, you know, you know how these things work in Chicago. But but I don't even care if we lose to them because we're still trying to. You know what I mean? We're still trying to get a a, a better pick anyway. So like, <sighs> I, it's, it's a win. I listen. I get that, and I know it's going to help us in the future. But I never want to be in this position where. <laughs> Rooting for lo- losses every no, week. I, I know. I know. It, it's it get, it's it's no, kind of a loser yeah, let's, mentality. Let's put, it, let's put it this way. It's kind of kind let's, of a no, loser no, let's mentality. Put it We're not rooting for losses. We're rooting for wins. But if we lose, we'll take it. So it's like a win-win, right? So yeah, it says here Packers lose Rashawn Gary for season and possibly Eric Stokes too. That yeah, is that's not good. and they lost Dobbs. Uh, their other he, receiver. Yeah, he's out eight to ten. They weeks, already don't I think. have any receivers, and they lost that guy too. And I guess I guess Aaron Jones got hurt too. They're they're really really down bad now. 
<laughs> I, I really, really I, I honestly don't mind right now. I really don't mind. But I, what was sick in me is that they get a top five pick, right? <laughs> Who? The Packers. What if they're in the top five range? The, the, they they don't look like they're getting any better. Anyways, no. they look like they're going to lose the rest of the season. If they can't the beat way, the if they can't beat the Lions, they might not beat anybody. But the Lions aren't as bad as people think. I know their record doesn't show it, but they've been in every game. It but seems you like. know that the Lions are also trying to lose because they also they need a quarterback badly. Who needs a quarterback? The right Texans now? and the Lions. Those are probably the, the, the two, two ba- teams. That what need about it the, the most? Panthers? Oh, those those three. Okay, those so are the three that need it the wait, most. Wait, wait. So you got the Texans. Even though Davis a lot Mills of people is trash, bro. That yeah, I mean, so I mean, if you're gonna get a top three quarterback in the draft, I mean, you have to, right? He's gonna be an upgrade over Davis Mills. Although I think out of all the teams that we just named, the Davis Lions Mills is the, one. Yeah, I Jared mean, Jared Goff is, is not good. So you got the Lions, Texans, and you got the Panthers. Panthers. I was gonna see Seattle too. I don't, I don't know, think man. Gino Smith looks like he could hang for the next. I don't think years. he's gonna be the long term answer. He's thirty two. It's a nice story, definitely. Dude, and get, I thought Seattle was. They're gonna. Get I thought the Seattle playoffs. was gonna win maybe two to five games at at the most. Dude, they're gonna get into the playoffs. They're you, six and three. You think they're gonna make the playoffs? You With don't think they're teams getting in and they're six and three? I you think don't think they they're gonna fall off? You don't think San Francisco is gonna catch them at some point? Or I mean, they, even if they do, I'm saying they still would. They still can make the playoffs as a wild as card. a seven seed. Yeah, they could. They could. Um, I think San Francisco is going to catch them, though. They could. They could very well. But There's no way with that much talent on that team that they can't catch Seattle. And now with McCaffrey, too, right? Yeah, McCaffrey, Debo, Brandon Ayuk, McCaffrey. <laughs> Their offensive <laughs> line is really good, too. Kittle. There was San Francisco, George Kittle, they played, they played a s- tough schedule in the first eight games, I think. Right. They had to play the Bears. <laughs> the Bears are not an easy team to beat. Well, dude, I thought about this too earlier. The Bears, other than the Cowboys game, have we gotten blown out in any other game? Well, I don't. I think we. Well, here, here's the thing. Game well, we got in. blown out by Green Bay, but we were but in. That, we were in that game too. So uh, we were in the Cowboys game too. Yeah, we're in that yeah, game. We were, we, were. we were down five points in the third quarter, and then we gave up like. 20 straight points because of Pollard. But we were in that game. Right. And the we were Vi- making and the, a comeback. The Vikings game, we were going to come back, and then we had a fumble. I mean, yeah, that game could have been a, Yeah, we know, had. And we had the lead in that game, too. The Giants game, too. We had a muff punt. Vi- Vikings. <laughs> they, could, they could literally be a play. And, and, and honestly, the Bears, like, if you think about it, if they had uh, some decent receivers, like Webster missed that catch. Right? Webster missed the catch. Who? Well, is that his name? Nasimo Webster, the guy that... Oh, the guy that we cut? Yeah, the guy that I gave the ball away. That. that guy doesn't even deserve us bringing no, him No, but up. he missed... So, in back-to-back weeks, he caught the ball and literally didn't fumble it. He got the ball taken away from a Vikings player. So, that counts as a fumble. But literally, he just ripped the ball out of his arms. And... Yeah. <laughs> Did it? He was trying to go out of bounds. No, then, I think. No, and then the next week against the Commanders, he had a ball hit off his yes. face. Yes, <laughs> literally hit off his fucking face. Yeah, a, a, one. It's the most catchable. It's right to you, center, <laughs> and he couldn't catch the ball, bro. That was like same. That was like um, St. Brown this week. 
Dude, yeah, dude, the ball I, right now, his now I'm hand. starting to understand why these guys weren't getting any playing time. Like, now you know why I always keep saying we need receivers on this team badly, man. Yeah, and and if you want to be like really aggravated, say that the Bears just ignored the defense, like the whole defense in the offseason, this past offseason. Say that we we're just focused on like we weren't gonna get like top notch players, but let's just say we're just spending all the money that we had available at the time on offense. Like just like maybe we get Juju Smith instead of a Pringle. Maybe we get uh uh Taron Armstead at left tackle and not get like, you know, the pieces we got in defense on free agency, you know, like a Nick Morrill or Justin Jones or the guy from the Colts that we signed that hasn't done really anything. Let, let's just say we just spent all the money on the offense just to make sure that Fields has the best available players, right? That's a good point. And we still could have traded. We still could have traded Roquan. We still could have traded. Yeah. Like, because who cares at that point, you know? Yeah, a- absolutely. Or say that we trade. <sighs> this is another thing I was thinking about, too. Like, what if we traded Roquan during the draft, right? And get because you know he came off an amazing year, and we, we used those him, picks. we could have traded him to the Eagles. No, kidding. no, but we we <laughs> used, but Brown. we used the picks during the twenty twenty two draft, right? Right. And we trade. Remember Quinn coming off the season? He's at his highest value, right? We got a fourth round pick after like seven games, and Quinn did not look like the Quinn from last year, right? Got a, probably could have got a, a third, third round, a third, right? Yeah. A high third round. Right, right. But instead, we, we're getting a, low, a fourth. low fourth round because the Eagles are 8-0 and right now. So, it, it's, it's closer to a fifth round pick than anything. Right. But we, it's still a pick. It's still a valuable pick, By the in way, my Roquan opinion. On, uh, looked pretty good uh, last night. I was watching the game. There was one play where uh, it was like a third and one. They gave it to Kamara up the middle, and Roquan, Roquan met him and just literally pushed him back. And we were definitely missing him this past game. Oh, like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, Dude. there's a couple plays where you're like, Roquan would have got that or would have stopped it from becoming again, a big it is, it is what it is. No, it is what it, it is. is what and it is. and I would still do that trade because to be quite frank with you, I want to know I want to have as much money for cap space and really focus on it's what you were talking about with Tua and Jalen Hurts, right? Giving them the weapons that they need. Yes. The best available weapons right. and offensive and, line. And, and, and now they're producing. No, Tua no. looked – no one talks about how good Tua looked against the Bears. Even though the Bears' defense is awful, he, he, he had so over accurate, 300. He's yeah, it's so very accurate. accurate. I actually enjoy watching him play as well. Um, it helps having Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill. Does. Of course it And th- that's what the Bears will be looking for. But, you know, I have this conversation with my friends all the time is – you. What I, what I don't like is when people nitpick, where if they like the quarterback, it's not about his weapons. It's he's just great. Herbert, he's just great. Josh Allen, he's just great. But when it's Tua, well, he's only doing it because he's got weapons. It's like, Justin no, Herbert, all these guys have weapons. Justin Herbert hasn't looked good, and that's because he's lost almost everyone. Right. You so, need so, your so, weapons. Exactly. You you can't do it yourself. I mean, look at Rodgers, too. Like, right. He has not looked good. He, he lost Devontae Adams. I know he still has the run game, but he has his receivers haven't played well at all. Yeah, so there's there's obviously a direct correlation between having the right weapons around you, yep. having the right play calling, 
like I said, gets and you know what? Let, let's we're, we're kind of getting out of hand, so we're going to come back to the Bears, and we have a lot more to talk about with them. But let's um. So here we talked about the last week's games. So let's preview this week. Like I said, we're going to do this new segment with Pickem. Um, yeah, I'm kind of interested in seeing uh, seeing what we do here. So I just picked five games that I thought were kind of intriguing, at least the lines or whatnot. So here, let's start with with the Thursday night game. This is probably going to be so hard to watch. But I thought so. I thought it'd be funny to do the, the line on it. So, so you got Atlanta going to Carolina. Man, I don't even think I have anyone in fantasy. This game is like just unwatchable. But you got Atlanta. Atlanta favored by three on the road at Carolina. I like Atlanta, especially with Patterson back. Atlanta is a pretty decent team. So, yep, Carolina's like- looking to lose right now. Right, they're trying to. They're trying to. They yeah. made Joe Mixon look like uh, they made Joe Mixon look like Corey Dillon. Although Mayfield came back in and looked pretty decent. Well, then mop up role. With, with, I don't know that game. Playing, that game. Yeah. I will not be watching that game. I'll just tell you that much. I, right, I have right, no right. zero we'll, interest. We'll just laugh about it uh, uh, next week when we recap it. So and I, I'm going and, with Atlanta too. By the way. Yeah, I mean they just look better with Patterson and Mariota has been okay this year. Not too bad. Yeah, Cordero Patterson. Speaking of uh, bets and hits, um, you know, shout out to my 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 buddy, uh, one of my buddies, uh, George. But I know a couple of Georges, but he'll know who went to the Bears game with me. He he made a bet uh, first time to uh, first touchdown, Cordero Patterson at plus nine fifty. Yeah, he put fifty bucks on it, hit it. Wow, <laughs> that was a nice. That was that was a, a good nice bet. Hit. I mean. I mean, it seems like Patterson had. I mean, he he gets the touches around the goal line. I mean, he's looked really good as a running back. So that was a nice hit, very nice hit. Mm-hmm. That was a really good hit. All right, so here let's go to the second game. This one will be interesting. So Dallas going to Green Bay. Dallas, this is kind of tricky one because Vegas knows what they're doing. Dallas is only a five point favorite on the road, dude. They're a five point favor going into Lambeau Field. I'm staying away from that game. <laughs> But, but hey, for the sake of the pick, what do you? What I mean, you, wait, wait, let me ask you this: the, the Green Bay, their must-win game this, this was a, this past Sunday, right? Yeah. Well, this, this is was another, well, every this week was the game. Well, must-win for them. I, I, it, they lost to Detroit. They had to win that game. They're three and six. They right. lost to Detroit. That was a get-well game. They scored nine points. But see, like I said, Vegas always knows something. So. Think about this. It's very odd to see Dallas being favored by only, five points in five, Green Bay. But only five. Wait, so you think it should be more? The way Green Bay looked this Sunday. They don't, yeah. They I, looked I, like dog shit. I dude. get what you're saying, but it's still Green Bay. It's still in Green Bay. Well, that's that's why I'm. And it's still Aaron Rodgers. Right. And I'm actually and, I'm actually picking Green Bay to, to, to cover. I think Dallas. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised game. if Green Bay won. Listen, there's so many things. You know, Tennessee arguably should have won this past Sunday. Okay, the Jets beat the Bills outright. Think about Detroit this. beat think Green about Bay. This. If Dallas wins twenty-one to seventeen, which is very likely, could happen. They they Green Bay still covers. I so get I, it. I'm taking I get Green that. Bay. I'm taking Green Bay. I get who that. You, who are you taking in that one? I I don't know. I don't know that that one. I have to really think about. It depends who's available. Well, you can't really think because we're, we're we're making the picks now. So, I mean, I I would on, say man, Green Bay. Plus, bucks I would it. say Green Bay plus five. I mean, I'm not feeling too confident All about right, so, it. So far, we're, we're thinking we're thinking alike here. Okay, next one. All right, Chargers 
Okay, so this one we talked about earlier. So Chargers at San Francisco. San Francisco favored by seven. I'm actually, even with the injuries, I'm taking the Chargers to keep it closer. I like San Francisco to destroy them. All right, I'm taking... Uh, they're they're going to be the healthier team. They're coming off a bye as well, I believe. Debo should be ready to go. All right. They're, they're, Jimmy Grappolo has everything at his he hands He has everything, right now. but he sometimes still manages to fuck it no, up. No, he's a terrible quarterback. Right. He's absolutely terrible. He does... He brings the offense down, to be honest with you. I, I'm not kidding. You know like, why, though? It's because he was a Rolling Meadows Mustang. No, it's because he's a bad quarterback. He was overrated. That's why. Because he went to Rolling... No one who, who played at Rolling Meadows High School should be starting in the NFL, man. Okay, but coming from Rolling Meadows, he, he started at Eastern Illinois. I I don't know. He does not look good. He does not look good. How do you, how do you look bad in an offense that has McCaffrey, a top five offensive line? You have the best left tackle in the NFL, yeah. Trent Williams, right. right? You have Debo Samuel. You have, you you have, have Debo Brandon Samuel. Ayuk, yep, George, George Kittle. Kittle. Okay. You have an offensive-minded coach, right? And a good, and a good defense. Kyle Sh- defense. Shanahan, who's the son of Mike, Mike Shanahan, Shanahan. Who, who coached Ed the Broncos? Yeah, he, coached <laughs> he 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 won two Super Bowls with John Elway, and you still can't like be a good quarterback. I I don't get it. Like he can't even pass for a good quarterback. Dude, why do you think they had they they, they started Trey Lance over him? There's a reason for that. No, I agree. There's a reason for that. All right, so here, so we're, we're getting too much. Okay, this one's interesting too. Washington at Philly. Philly's favored by 11 points. I'm actually also going to take – I'm going to take in Washington here. It's still a divisional game. Washington still plays pretty solid defense, I think. I think it'll be close. Obviously, Philly will win, but I'm, I'm taking um, I'm taking Washington. Spread's so big. I, I, I'm leaning towards Washington. I'm taking Washington in this one. And it is a division game. So I, I like Washington in that. That's a big spread. Very big spread. But, I mean, Philly – I mean, I could see them blowing them out, too. I mean, it's an interesting spread. So, yeah. So, you're going with Washington, too? Yep. Okay. All right. So, the final one. And I only did this one because it's it just I just wanted to laugh at Indianapolis. Like, people were literally picking them to win the Super Bowl. They're 3-5-1. and one. Matt, We talked about Matt Ryan a couple weeks ago. This guy they put in right now looks lost. Their Sam Ellinger? Yeah, their offensive line's off. How is their offensive line this bad? I don't get it's atrocious. it. Atrocious. And and I looked. I thought is 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 Nelson hurt? No, is he's it? not. They're he's not. been playing right. Right. Did they lose anyone else? I don't know. They can't block. They offensive can't, lines are. <sighs> they can't run block. They can't. They can't pass protect. They can't do anything right. So, but they're playing Vegas, and, and Vegas is favored by six, six and a half. But dude, Vegas has just been so bad this year. Call me crazy. They, they had three going games. to pick Vegas to cover. They, they they just literally they took Jeff Saturday from from doing uh, weird fucking skits on ESPN and sitting on his couch to to being the head coach. Is he I, still on NFL Live, Jeff Saturday? No, he was. He has. No, he's, he's been he's off. Right. This is right now for for the for the Colts. wait. So has he not been on ESPN for a couple years? Like no, no, he was he's on still, ESPN two weeks ago. Okay, so week. he still makes appearances. Yeah. Okay, so that was such a bizarre signing. I'm taking Vegas to cover. Well, I I don't blame you for taking Vegas. They they've given up some big leads. They should. You can argue know, that they should have beat. I, you could have argued that they should have beat the Chiefs. They should have beat. No, no, I get it. That's what I'm saying. Vegas has. 
You can argue that they should have beat the Chiefs, right? A couple weeks ago, they should have beat. They should have been um, Jacksonville. They had big, big leads against these teams. There's another game too. I, I forgot which game it was, but they had a pretty sizable lead. Right. So I'm taking Vegas to to win by seven or more, six and a half right now. Or are you taking uh, Indy to cover that? I mean, I guess I'll take Vegas in that one, but I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> so, so look, believe it or not, we all we have all the same picks other than the uh, 49ers Chargers. So it's gonna be it's gonna come down to that in our first week. Yeah. So just a little bonus for me. I don't even know what the line is. I don't even care. Whatever the line is in that Indy Las Vegas game, though, mm-hmm. I'm taking the under. I. I the way Indy's offense has looked, I don't see them scoring points. And and Vegas is so bad. Like I, I think it's going to be a low-scoring, ugly game. I mean, Vegas at times look good offensively. But Indy's defense actually isn't isn't terrible either. No, it's not terrible. So I think the, the, that'll keep They got closer. DeForest Buckner. Their secondary is not too bad. Yeah, it's a mess down in Indy. Yeah, other than you know how we said the Bears game will definitely be, be an over. Yeah, I'm I'm telling everyone right now, Bears Detroit over. Right, right. So okay, so yeah, so that'll be our first uh, f- first one. Uh, I'm weekly, curious what the line is. First weekly pick 'em. You mean the um what po- the over under is over under for the yeah. Bears? I know Bears are favored by three, as they should be. I'm thinking I'm thinking it's gonna be like fifty two. That that might sound right. Right. Because Detroit other than Let maybe a few up. games, if they're fully healthy, they're gonna be able to score on the Bears. It should be a, a shootout. Back and forth. So right now, I think Swift is back. Uh, Amron's back, right? Let's see. And they're going to be dangerous too. Once they get Jameson Williams, so the guy from the draft. So it started yesterday at. Hold on. Forty-eight and a half. Yeah, like, how do you not take the over? Yeah, that's gonna be over, one hundred percent. The Bears' defense is awful; they can't stop anybody. Dude, DeAndre Swift is gonna and Jamal Williams are gonna just destroy us. Well, yeah, and then I'm still not scared of Jared Goff, regardless. But I think they're gonna run all. Yeah, over but us. what he does, what he first of all, their line's not bad. They got a pretty decent offensive line, so he's gonna get time, even though he's not. The Jared Goff of the Rams, like the good good years. That wasn't good either. Well, <laughs> no, you're thinking of you're thinking of like towards the end of his like tenure. But that team was better then, and he just digressed. He regressed. No, no, I get terrible. it. But like, I'm talking about like, I'm talking about like after his, was it his second year where he came out, or was it his third year? It, it was like him and Carson Wentz after their first after their rookie years. They were both really good, right? Man, how, and how, then, how quickly and then they, that changed. Yeah, and then, well, once got hurt, and Jared Goff, just, he just got worse. Like, I, he never got hurt. He was just getting worse as a quarterback. It's very odd, too, because Sean McVay was his coach, and just he did everything he can to try to coach him up, scheme him up, and it was not working. Nope, not at all, not at all. And for no reason either. Like, once you can kind of understand because he got hurt and was never the same player again, and he hasn't looked good. As a Colt, he hasn't looked good as a commander. Like, I, I don't know, man. It's very odd. He didn't look good against the Bears at all. The only the, thing he looked good at was blindside blocking Rokin. Yeah, I know. That's his only good but play. But he, 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 they didn't win that game because of him. 
No, they probably won we, despite of him. It's because we it's because we couldn't score in three red zone trips. Yeah, we were inside of five. That game right there, just nope. something happened. No, they you, made the adjustments. No. So what happened was, Fields probably went over to Luke Getzey and said, "Bro, I'm gonna die unless we start picking different plays. You can't have me sitting in the pocket." With no offensive line and no receivers every play, and just taking hit after hit, dude, he got he he took like ten hard hits that game. I remember. I didn't think he was gonna get up after one of those. Yeah, the touchdown pass to Pettis, it looked like he died. And then someone told him that he uh, he actually connected and he started doing push-ups, which was very funny. But yeah, you're right. They they had him in the pocket. Yeah, I don't. I that game really. Listen, I give the whole coaching staff. Uh, credit for making the adjustments after that Thursday night game going to New England because I thought going to New England we were going to lose by 50 points. Right. Right? So something happened. They were like, they sat down and were like, you know what, we need to make some changes. Like, what's what's Fields good at? And they, we got to let him run. Run run design plays. Right. So I no. know I'm saying the obvious here, but, but, but just more, like... But it, more like, importantly, more importantly... We we played a Dallas team on the road, wh- whose defense was just killing it. Probably they probably were allowing like 14, 13 points a game, and we put up twenty. Or no, I'm sorry, we we played New England first. Their defense had looked great up until then, and since the Bears game, I don't even know if they've allowed a point. Their their defense has just been outstanding. Yeah, they played uh, outstanding. They won the week after that. Against the Jets, I believe, and they won last week, I believe. Right, and their defense has looked phenomenal, and we put yeah. thirty-three points on the board. Yeah, no, the last three games, no one has had an answer for Justin Fields. Right, and I like mean, and I Dallas, love, I love Dallas this RPO defense. stuff he, that he's been running. Like it's, it's great. And the other thing is, since they were letting him kind of run and do what he needs to do, like he's running with more um, awareness. Like, so I don't feel as uncomfortable as I did, like, earlier in the season when he was running and he was getting hit. He was sliding at the wrong time, it seemed like. Now, he's running with, like, full confidence. And it's just, like, he can just easily just go outside, you know, go out of bounds. Like, I'm not, like, fearful that something's going to happen with him running the ball the way he is. Right. Um. So yeah, okay. So here let, let's uh, let's go back. Uh, I mean, we've been talking about the Bears anyway, but let's go to the trade deadline because we didn't obviously have a chance to really talk about that because we were we didn't have a, a podcast last week. Um, honestly, I would probably grade, especially the the, the trade the tra- the trading the defensive players. I thought we as as long as we're as we're just talking about the return that we got, I thought we did pretty well. Um, especially to your point, the fact that Quinn didn't get off to a good start, I'm okay with them getting a fourth rounder for him rather than having him here the rest here and just letting him walk. Well, so I was okay with that. So the other thing besides the pick, which is, you know, which is good because I think you can always find someone really decent in the fourth or fifth round. But besides that, like they took over his contract for the next, the rest of his contract for the next two years. So after this year, like we have no obligations. Exactly. Like that adds to your cap space. It's huge. Same thing with Rokon Smith too. We like paid, we paid most of the rest of this year, but that's it. So that's nice. Yeah, I mean they did that with Smith as well because they wanted better, better compensation pick. from the team. You know, in terms of picks, 
Um, I don't know how much more it, it mattered right. in terms of getting more value. Now, but, I, I will say this, too. Even though we may have given up a little too much for for Claypool, if you ask me, as far as like what we gave up, which is probably going to be a high second-round pick, there's never a guarantee that you're going to hit at, at, at a draft pick for a receiver. I mean, especially if you look at the Bears' history with Kevin White, with um, with Kevin White, with uh, Anthony Miller, who's not in the league anymore. I was going to say Kevin White's not in the league, but he actually made a reception last night, so he's still at least trying to play. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, think about it. None of our receivers. I mean, you can go back to freaking when I was – Freaking school. I mean, you had David Terrell. That was a freaking horrible pick. I mean, we've always struck out when drafting receivers. No, so but like... If you can get one that you know at least has shown something in the league and has talent, to me, you make you make that move. So I'm okay with that trade. I think the Bears were willing to give up because they had the extra second-round pick. Right. Um, I mean, obviously, I was hoping that it was it was the Ravens. I mean, there's no, there's no guarantee the Ravens are... I mean, they looked good yesterday against the Saints. Well, they're 6-3 so, and three now, so they're yeah, trending up. They're trending up, and with the Bengals losing Jamar Chase for a long period of time, they, that division's pretty much for their taking, it seems like, at this point. So that could be a a low second round, closer to a third round. Right. But you're right. I They had to make this move because, number one, you have uh, Claypool for the rest of the year. And I think them building chemistry, rolling over to next year, is going to help them. I think, yeah. I think that's going to really, that's very, very being, it's being overlooked. I right. think, right, and rolling and for, over to the next year, right. And for the little that it's worth, I know it's not a big deal, but when I was at the game, I, I told you this earlier. When I was at the game Sunday, uh, prior to kickoff, I was you know checking out the you know looking down at the field, and uh, literally Fields and and Claypool were literally. <laughs> like hanging out like for 15 minutes before kickoff, high-fiving each other and hyping each other up. And I was like, that's really good to see. The guy's literally been here less than a week, and they already got seem like they have a little bit of a, you know. Well, I think they're both excited going. because Claypool knows. Claypool was like, save me from from this quarterback pit that is Pittsburgh. And then Fields is probably like, man, I finally have someone I can, other than Mooney, that I could throw the they're ball. They're both to. excited about the potential. There's a There's a big potential there. Another thing. I know that we, I think we talked about this after the trade deadline, but, or even before, Cole Komet, I wondered how adding more weaponry would allow him to maybe, to, to spread the field more for him and allow him to do better. And look at this, first game with Claypool, if we finally see a Cole Komet sighting, you know? Yeah. I mean, touchdown. from what I've been hearing, and, you know, obviously, you're never going to appreciate what he does at the line. He's actually a really good blocker. All right. He is. Right. Like, the run game, even though our offensive line is, like, really bad, For in terms of run... No, they're fine run blocking. They just yeah, run blocking, that. yeah. I mean, but, like, Cole Komet's been a big part of that, too. Like, he's he's in there blocking, probably help, helping Braxton Jones because God knows he can't pass protect for shit. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, Cole Komet's, like, a well-rounded tight end. He is. No, and he, he can he, block. If he if he keeps having games like this, then he yeah. Well, I I imagine that they would use him in the red zone at some point in his career. Like that that was just real really nice to see. 
Right. It was. And I I don't know what you're probably right. The Claypool being out there probably helped with the attention being being right. taken away. Yeah, and, like and, that and, does matter. And I think his numbers week one, we discussed this earlier. His his numbers week one aren't that important. I mean, he had twenty six snaps. I was I watched him play. He looked good out there. He caught only a couple passes, but he drew one um, one pass interference. Should have drawn two, obviously. Yeah, with that one that wasn't called. So I thought he made an impact in the game. He did, and it's pretty impressive. He absolutely did. First game, he just arrived to Chicago on Wednesday, so that's pretty impressive to play twenty six snaps. And um, I'm I'm guessing things will get better. So I mean, when you play the Lions, and it's going to help. Yeah, too. it's going to help develop Justin Fields too. Like that's the most important thing. He needs to keep seeing uh, progress as each game we're passing by. Each right. game, like I we got to see the passing game developed. And I mean, we'll see. I'm excited. I do want to point out though that the one thing the Bears sorely need. Pass rush. <laughs> Besides that, I mean, there's a lot of obvious things, but they need specific type of wide receivers for Justin Fields. They need guys that. I think they need. A, they need some. They need at least one more guy that could take the top off because it, it, there's one thing Fields definitely has is an absolute cannon, and he's really accurate with the deep ball. So if you can get that one guy that can just take the top off. I think it'd be huge. But they also need guys out there that are used to coming back to him, coming back to the quarterback when the pocket collapses and you have... Well, I think that's Claypool, actually, though. Claypool's a big target. I know, but they that. they need more of those type of receivers and they need to develop them. They, it, I know we have Mooney. I know we have Claypool. I'm sure we're going to draft someone I'm in hoping, the first round. I'm hoping that, I'm hoping that Nikhil Harry can... At least become a three or a solid one. Yeah, you know he, he's got. But, some but do you do you get what I'm saying? Like, you were at the game, all right, and right. I've seen this plenty of times with Bears wide receivers. When Fields is keeping the play alive as long as he has right. all year, how in the world are our receivers not getting open? Like, corners can't cover that long. I, it's almost embarrassing. And I can see why Fields may hold the ball a little bit longer because he's so confident with his legs that he can get away from everyone. He's proven that. But it's just it's mind-boggling that the pocket collapses. That's when you're just running around. And you're like, okay, like they can't cover you. Even the great corners, they're not going to be able to cover you forever, right? And they they they. They can't seem to get him paid on the same page as Fields. It's crazy because any well, other good receiver. The problem is it's it's not just that. It's just other than Mooney and now Claypool, these receivers just aren't good. They can't get separation. Yeah, they suck. That it's terrible. Like because it's one thing not to get separation during a route run, like a specific play. You're running your route, fade, go route, whatever. Right, whoever you're out. With out there with and stuff, but then when when the pocket collapses, he's on his on the run, right? It's like literally no one knows what you're gonna do. I don't know. It's just very odd to me that we can't even get open when everything's falling apart. But, but, and he's but again, still- I think it has to do with the talent level of the receivers. If you look at at the Dolphins, we were talking about it earlier. Tua was back there. You know, he gets three, four, five seconds to stand back there. I look, 
Waddle's open. I look, Tyreek Hill's open. Why? Because they're really good. And, it, again, if you give a quarterback that much time, no matter how good Jalen Johnson is or Gordon or whatever, these receivers are, that are that good are going to find a way to get open with time. But Dirt. when you're when – you're, Equinemia St. Brown and you and the Packers let you leave as a fourth receiver. There's a reason for that. Well, here's the other thing. Tyreek Hill used to play in Kansas City with Mahomes. Mahomes didn't have a great line a couple of those years. And what kept the plays alive was because he was able to move around the pocket. And Tyreek Hill was just amazing when it came to like the pocket collapses. He knows what's going on. And just having that chemistry, and Kelsey too, for that matter, of just kind of being in an area where, like, they know they can get a get the ball from Mahomes on the move. It just seems like the Bears, Fields, and all the wide receivers that we have, like, they just can't seem to, like, be on the same page. So, I don't know. We need... We need a lot of help at wide receivers, so I think. I think it's just... Not, it's, it can't be just two guys and a draft pick. They need to develop guys... From top to bottom, like hopefully they're they're gonna draft some late rounders that they can develop as well. But I mean, we can't we can't waste this talent with like minimum vet players that have been in the league for five years that have done nothing that doesn't bring anything to the table. So we'll see. And then the other thing I wanted to say, this is really important. I hope that we make all the upgrades that we need to do at the line, the offensive line. But I hope Pose being a former offensive lineman and coming from Kansas City that we continue to draft offensive linemen every year and develop them. Like because some of these guys need a year or two to be starters. I don't want Fields to ever be in a position where he has to play with a crap line like this. Right, like right. every year right. we should have someone drafted in the fourth, fifth round, if we have our starters, right, next year, and we spend the money and we get some top shelf, you know, free agent, whatever, or or high pick for the offensive line, they still need a draft every year and develop offensive linemen. Absolutely. So Fields is never, there's no question that he's always going to be, you know, if he's on the run or whatnot. Like, I don't want him to feel like he's going to get hurt at some point. That's that's all I'm saying. Like I don't want the offensive line to be ignored, like the Bears management have done the last ten years, fifteen years. It seems like like I want this offensive line, like how Green Bay develops all their linemen. You know, they're all late rounders. David Bakhtiari, whatever his name like is, he was a fourth round fourth pick round. from Colorado, right? They developed him. It took it, he didn't play right away, but like that's what they got to continue to do. Like they cannot ignore that position because we have probably well, the guy think, i don't think we're going to especially we have eight picks next year i think you're going to see half of them are probably going to be offensive linemen i don't know about half well probably we at two, least two or three i sure. bet i bet what pose does is the three positions he's going to focus on not pass positions rush, pass rush pa okay so that's part of the defensive line so i'm he's I was definitely say, taking a and a tackle <laughs> we, we we sorely need a defensive yeah, tackle. Yeah, I mean we need a we need a run stopping defensive tackle. Uh we need pass rushers. And pass rush can come from so the here. three technique so, or so the end. In, in, in no order. Defensive line help. So tackles and, and, and pass rushers. 
offensive linemen and wide receivers. To me, those are the most. Yes, those are the three. The most. I don't care we about don't line. Need running back, especially if we sign Montgomery. We don't need running back. Um, we obviously don't need quarterback. We don't need secondary at this point. And maybe a linebacker, you know. Well, the running back thing, that's only if we sign we sign Montgomery. I don't know how good Abner is because he hasn't played enough. No, no, I'm saying if we if we sign Montgomery, we don't need a run. Yeah, a but back. we don't know if we're going to. So it, it really depends. And it if they really the staff likes him, so if he signs a reasonable deal, you may keep him. Here's here's a uh you know, it might be a stupid question, random, but considering the fact that Fields has been what he's shown lately and that he doesn't have a lot of help, and that he's going to get some more help. If you had a pick in the next five years, from now to five years from now, would you prefer to have Fields or Lamar Jackson? I think Lamar Jackson's looked very good this year in terms of passing. I think he's developing his pass game. Yeah, I I just feel like I, I feel like he's definitely got more wear and tear though in the legs. Like if you told me for the next five years if I had to pick one quarterback out of those two, I actually might take Fields, man. I also feel like Fields is also like bigger. Like I feel like he's more. He looks like he would be more durable because he's bigger, like more built, more strong. Well, you said wear and tear. Like so, that's the. That's that's well, my he's concern. Run a lot. He's already. That, I mean, Lamar Jackson's run a lot already in his career. Is my point. That's true. I think he's eventually going to have to become more of a pocket passer already, and I, and that's where I. think But doesn't Fields every mobile like, quarterback at some point have to do that? No, no, right. But I'm saying, in the I, I think Fields' legs are definitely more. Um, you know, he's he has put less usage to him so far, and obviously he's younger. Yeah, he's younger. I mean, if we're talking just based on age, yeah, I would take Fields. Um, I think Fields has proven. I think Fields still probably a better thrower of the football. A pure thrower. I'm trying to think of when Jackson was in Louisville and like his first. Two and again, this is years. nothing against Lamar. I think Lamar's a beast, and he was obviously a former MVP. I mean, so this again, this is just more of a fan, fantasizing I, type question. I, about, I don't you know. know. I I, yeah. I really don't know. He's looked better as a as a passer. He's obviously lost some weapons this year. Um, I mean, Andrews has been his like legit only weapon in the last three four years. I think he hasn't had a really talented wide receiver. I mean, Hollywood Brown, but. For whatever reason, that that uh, that didn't really work out amazingly. Like he put up numbers, Hollywood Brown, but it it didn't work out the way I thought it would work That's a out. Good point. They 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 literally gave him Mark Andrews, who's basically a receiver. Like like let's be honest, Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews don't. They're not they're not there to block. They're there to go run routes and catch yeah. passes. And they usually will put either a big fullback. Or a second tight end on the field to primarily block while yeah. those guys go out for passes is usually what happens gotcha. with them. Whereas Kittle actually is a very good blocker and receiver when healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think, but you're right. Yeah, I, I don't think Lamar has ever really had a true number one. No, you know, and they got him this Bateman guy, and he's already hurt. Yeah, and, so uh, we we don't know. We, that's you know that's to be determined. Uh, in terms of feels, though, like I don't want to see him 
run this much no, in the upcoming nobody years. Nobody does. And I, and I think that next year, if, if you give him the the um, appropriate the personnel, the yep. personnel, I feel like you will see him throw the ball more yeah. and improve. I mean, I, I think he's going to have to take some time to develop into a pocket passer. It may not ever be him. We may have to play something similar to this, but less less of him, you know, running for like 15, 20 yard gains every time. And that's the only way to pick up. Uh, oh, and, and, and that's okay. Like, like I said, ev- not every quarterback is built the same way. Yeah. You know, um, you know, some guys are, are more of your, um, you know, more of your athletic guys and, and that's okay. And then with, with the cannons for arms and then some of the guys are, you know, like Tua, for instance, Tua is not a runner. He's a pocket passer. And he's not going to throw the ball deep. He's a you know he's going to be very accurate within twenty thirty yards. Yeah, kind of how Drew Brees. Yeah, I, Drew I Brees, saw Drew Brees was short. Drew Brees didn't have a ton of arm strength, but he threw those very accurate short twenty yard passes. Yeah, passes. Tua Tua definitely does not have a like. No, he ha- doesn't have a strong arm. Strong arm at no. all. Like it's it's almost. Yeah, I saw a couple of like deep passes where like a Tyree Kill made it happen, right. kind of thing. But his accuracy, his accuracy is really is great. Really it's good. fun to watch actually when he's playing his game. That's with any quarterback. When you're playing your game, um, you're str- playing to your strengths. It's fun to watch any quarterback. But with Fields, hopefully, because of the threat of his legs, um, he's it helps him open up the passing game. You know, look down to feel. Like I said, man, I've I have not been more excited for a off season for the Bears in a long. Yeah, time. I wish the season ended now. To be honest with you, <laughs> although, I, I don't. Although, like, I think what because what, we have eight more like games. Listen, I, like, I when we got Claypool though, and plus the last couple weeks, it's really made me more excited about the rest of the. It's season definitely too. more fun to watch the Bears lose in this fashion compared to like the seven yeah exactly no exactly the like the commanders i almost almost literally i like i that 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 night was very depressing yeah i mean we're still losing games i mean i don't want to be that excited but yes i'm very excited that every game (laughs) every game we we have a chance to score in every series right that we get so i mean i'm a listen i'm not gonna lie i am a little concerned that feels is running this much, right? But it's it's also fun to watch, right? And he's very young. Can, can so, we also admit that as of right now, he is the best quarterback of last year's class? Yeah, as of right now, yes, I agree. I mean, even Trevor over Lawrence, Lawrence is not very good, man. He's not. He hasn't looked good. No, Mac Jones looks awful. He looks awful. And Zach Wilson, I told you, yes. he hasn't looked good either. I would have to agree with you, yeah. I think all those teams are kicking themselves for not taking fields, to be honest with you. I really do. They probably were like, shit. I mean, <sighs> still too the early. picked after us. So that's I don't different. know. It's still too early. Three games you is still the Jets, too- with the with how the rest of their team looks right now, they're probably not... Man, if we would have taken fields. I I just I don't want to jump to conclusion right now. We still got another eight games. Like, I, I mean, just want to see Hall of Fame or anything. No, I'm no, saying, I like, know. I'm I know. Just saying the Jets have a good team right now. I know, I feel but like Wilson's kind of holding them back, if you ask me. I mean, quarterbacks go on hot stretches too. You can you can go on a stretch where you're playing good for three games and then look terrible the next three games. So I'm just I'm just 
playing or I'm just like thinking like game to game, like, all right, let's see what you can do against the Lions. Probably going to do a lot. So I'm very excited about that. But I'm just, I'm not, I don't want to look too ahead. I know we talked about the offseason. We talked about the cap space and everything. But I just, I kind of want to enjoy game to game, see what, what, what else happens. You know what else was exciting about this? And I think this is where we should kind of end this. Mm-hmm. Because we we talk uh, quite a bit about the beers, but like well, we, you know we what's we very, th- I I think the one thing you didn't mention, but you should really think about this: the last two games, Fields has had playing. Uh, I'm sorry, he's played clean football. He has not turned the ball over. That's huge, right? He's throwing the ball away now. He's, but. But again, I preface this by saying they f- they don't have him in the pocket. If you if you the games that he struggled, we had him in the pocket with literally no one getting open and probably the the, the worst if not one of the worst pass blocking offensive lines in football. Yeah. And we thought Getsy in the beginning seemed like he was being very stubborn about continuing to have him sit back there in the pocket. And I think he was being obviously fidgety. He was he was throwing some bad throws. He was making some decisions based on where they were putting him. But lately, to, to what we were saying, they're they're playing to his strengths. They're doing a lot of RPO. They're doing a lot of just design runs for him. And I think it's causing confusion on these defenses as well which is allowing him to be able to, you know, do better and, and limit his mistakes. And he, also, he's not getting hit as much. So that's helping him with his decision-making. Like, imagine just getting hit, like, nine to f- ten times a game. Just not even hard, but just you're, you're on the ground, and then you have to get up again. You know, like, it takes a lot out of you, right? Right. So I'm just – I'm very excited that he's been playing clean football for the most part in the last two games. I think maybe – there might have been, you know, one or two plays where it might have been almost the INT. And I think it's still growing pains. He's still, yeah. he's still young. He's still developing. But like I said, man, I'm excited. But it, it, for you one. don't want to see him make negative plays because you don't want him to, like, uh, get into a habit or create this habit. So it's just good habit forming for him. Absolutely. Okay. So, so, I'm excited okay. about that. Yeah. So okay. So before we end it tonight, let's uh, let's go predictions for for this weekend. Like I said, I think it'll be high scoring. I'm gonna go uh, Bears 31-27. I think they'll cover, and I think they'll beat Detroit. 31-27 is my my prediction. And the over <laughs> is gonna hit. <laughs> I I could see the Bears put up. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna say they're they're gonna score forty nine. <laughs> <laughs> I really Detroit's defense is so bad, but dude, they just held they held Green Bay to what nine points eight. <laughs> yeah, but Green Bay is Green Bay is not good right now for whatever reason, and I don't I don't even care about the reason. I but I could forty nine, huh? The Bears are probably gonna give up another forty two points. I can see it being forty nine forty two. All right. So I'm just gonna. So just are, gonna you, leave are, it are you gonna go to are you gonna go to players and and do a uh, alternative line? And, no, and go plus plus eighty five. No, no, over? no. I'm not gonna do that. But I do want to see. 
I do. I I'm interested in seeing this game because Detroit. I I think Detroit is one of the best two and six teams I've seen in the no, NFL. Like, I feel like they're, they're at really the cusp. good. They're at the cusp, but I feel like Detroit is at that point where they're like, "Fuck, man, we want C.J. Stroud." They do. They desperately want to draft a quarterback. They do. They yeah. Do. They definitely. But I don't do. think it's affecting their play. Like they've been trying to win every game. It seems that they've been trying to lose every game. Other no, than this last not game. really. I mean, bro, they were beating the. They were beating. Uh, they were beating. What's it called? Um, Dallas by eight in the third quarter. Fuck that one up. They were beating. Um, the Commanders by like seventeen in the first half. They blew that game. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they're. They were saying they they've been losing games. I I mean they're finding ways to lose. I get it, but like they're. But like the efforts there, like they're no. trying to win. Their coach, I really like Dan Campbell as a coach. I he do. seems like a really, really, um, one of those coaches where you're like you want to put everything on the line for. Like he's very motivating. Yeah. From, but I mean, we'll see. I think it's gonna be an exciting game. I'm looking forward to this Bears Lions game. Usually, I'm not really excited about I Bears the, Lions. I wish games. the weather was gonna be a little warmer because I'm gonna be there. Is Sunday. it supposed to be cold? Yeah, 35. Well, it's it is November. I know. I so, just, I've been spoiled with the sixty degree days, but I'll just uh, have to dress. Yeah, more. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, the rest of the year, it's all about just feels is almost must see TV right now. Actually, yeah. he is. So if he continues to play like this, I I would like to see him try to reach two hundred fifty passing yards for once. I I, I I'm waiting for it. I think I honestly I you know and all joking or three hundred. You know, he no, 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 he had two joking, hey, he had two eighty five last year against the Steelers. Right. All like it can't happen. All joking aside, I think we're gonna start seeing that once we you know once we have more weapons and the lines is solidified next year, I think you're gonna start seeing that. Yeah, I believe that too as well. And he always has the threat from his legs, and people have seen what he can do. That's has to be op- That's gonna open up even for the rest of this year. With Claypool and him building chemistry, that frees up Mooney, Komet. Shit, I want to see Harry, Nikhil Harry, and Pringle come back too. See what they can do. Right? Did you? These did guys you know be, these guys can all be depth pieces. Wait, did next you year. also know that Justin Fields right now is currently tenth in the NFL in rushing? Oh, that's isn't that insane? That, dude? that is insane. It's insane. He's got six. He's tenth out of every NFL player. Yes. Right yes. now in yes. rushing. That's insane. Yes. That's insane. And I can't believe that he was sitting in the waivers in my work league. And I pick, I think I picked him up before the before this game. Or no, did I pick him up? Actually, I picked him up before the Dallas game. I think I picked him up before the Dallas game. So, hey, another question here. The record right now, NFL record right now for brushing yards by a quarterback is Lamar Jackson. He rushed for twelve oh six in twenty nineteen. Okay. Do you do you do you th- do you give Fields a chance to to break? That what is record? it right now? Hmm? What is it right now? Like how many yard? does he have? Yeah, he has six oh. Oh, hold on. He has let me six oh two. Six oh two. Yeah, absolutely. I can see that happening. Yeah, that's like what eighty yards a game, seventy yeah. maybe. Yeah, although it, although again, I I, I hate, game, I hate these records now though because there's one extra game. 
So it's almost like you have to put that into consideration. I don't like this extra game. I, I, I thought like everything was perfect. I don't even like the extra team. In the playoffs? I don't. I think the top two teams should get the bye. At least in football, it's only 16 games. I think that's what makes baseball so bad now is that you got a 162-game season, and it's almost like you you kind of make it like where it's not even important, though, because you're allowing all these teams to get in. I don't know. I changed my mind about everything. I, you know, <laughs> when the Bears made it as a – didn't they make it as a seven seed? I hated that season, by the way, because that's the reason we kept Pace and Nagy one more year, which is such a terrible The, the year that we made the playoffs against yeah. the Saints? Were, this, it, this were we the seven seed? Were we the seven seed? Yeah. Didn't we lose the last game and no one celebrate the playoff berth? Right. And then we lost to the Saints, and the Wims dropped that easy touchdown on the only good throw Trubisky oh, made. I'm, let's just not talk about yeah, that. Yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so it's, we'll end there. Yep. Um, yeah, so uh, obviously really good podcast. Uh, happy to be back here um, and talk positive stuff. Um, obviously, we both got the Bears winning. Uh, I got 31-27. Phil's got 49-42. Um, again, recapping our first week of Pick'em. Uh, Atlanta, Carolina. We both like Atlanta to um, to cover as a three point favorite. Uh, Dallas and Green Bay. We both like Green Bay to uh, getting five points at home. Uh, San Francisco is the only different pick. I have the Chargers covering, getting seven points. Feel like San Francisco to cover. Uh, Philadelphia uh, getting eleven at home on Monday night. We both like Washington to cover, and then Indy at Vegas with Jeff Saturday. Uh, head coaching debut. We both like Vegas at home at uh six and a half point favorite. So um, yeah, I hope everyone has a, a good rest of the week. Um, like I said, if you still somehow haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do. And actually um, if you follow our page, please feel free to go on there, post your thoughts, your ideas of what we talked about. If you want to maybe disagree with some of our picks or some of whatever, you know, feel free, you know, I'm, I'm glad to argue with you guys all day on, uh, on the pages. All right. Well, other than that, have a have a great night um, and uh, peace out. See you guys.